So for today's key verse, we're coming from Romans 8, 28. <laughs> and it reads, And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, and for those who are called according to his purpose. And today we're going to really be highlighting the story of Joseph because I feel like his story is definitely a direct reflection of today's topic. All things work together for your good, regardless of the situation. I just thought of a, 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 a verse. I don't know the exact verse, but I'm going to mention it later. Anywho. Yeah, so basically we're just trying to um, just give you guys a better like understanding of just the simple fact that like despite what you go through in life, if you are seeking God, it'll always work out for your good. Mm-hmm. Like God will never ever let anything that that both you self-inflict or whatever's just not within your control, anything that's just bad in general, he will not let it not prosper for you. Mm-hmm. Very true. Um, I thought a verse, thank you for saying that, because I thought a verse that highlighted that was also Jeremiah 29 and 11, mm-hmm. and it reads, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. So everything that is going on in your life, yeah. even if, you know, you dabble in there and mm-hmm. something comes your way that wasn't a part of God's plan, mm-hmm. he's always going to work it around oh, yes. to fit into his plans for your life. He's orchestrating up there. Yeah. You know the song go, I am who I am today because God used my mistakes. Oh, well, he worked them for my good like no one else ever could. And then it said, because it was necessary. So a lot of times, that is good. A lot of times we go through so many things in life and we think like life is really beating us down. And sometimes it do be beating us down. Thank God for holding us up mm-hmm. in the midst of it. But we don't really realize that everything, every trial, and I think Apostle said something like this a couple Sundays ago. And he was just like, the things that you go through are literally, they're all tests. Every situation that you face is literally test like god is just trying to level you up Mm -hmm. and it's not gonna always be comfortable and it's not gonna always be fun or it's not gonna always feel good but in the midst of that storm there's a level up you know what i'm saying and i I, even i had to learn that like sometimes everything's not gonna be peachy sometimes everything's not gonna be squeaky clean and perfect Mm -hmm. but in the midst of those imperfect times in the midst of those hard times there's growth you know what I'm saying? And I know a lot of times people, like for me, I hate rain. But rain is necessary. Storms are necessary to happen. That rain is necessary because it helps things grow. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes we need to be a little watered. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we need to have a little storm so that we can truly grow into who God is calling us to be. Yeah. Like people say all the time, um, pressure makes a diamond. Mm-hmm. God's going to turn the heat up on you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to press out all those things that aren't like him. Right. You have to go through certain situations or certain seasons to really become who God called you to be. Mm-hmm. Because it's in those situations where, like, for me and Jordan, for instance, like, I feel like so long ago, like, when we were in high school, like, 
certain situations that we deal with now, we would have responded a lot differently mm-hmm. than we would before. Oh, yes. Because we went through certain things and certain seasons and certain situations right. where God has taught us, like, the way we responded to those things wasn't right. Yeah. And he taught us the right way to respond to those things. And, like, I just be looking back, like, daily on, like... Just the growth and how much I've matured in God Mm -hmm. since, you know, I started my journey. And it's really amazing to see. But everything, literally every situation that you go through is very, very necessary. Even though it may not feel like it. Mm -hmm. I know it don't feel like it, but it's very necessary. Right. Okay, so you want to get started in the story? Let's get started. Okay. Um, Joseph's story is literally perfect for this topic because I feel like for Joseph... He was put in so many uncomfortable situations. Mm -hmm. None self-inflicted. Literally, everything that he endured was because of other people. Because of their insecurities, (laughs) because of their hatred, because of their fear, because of their, their lust. Because literally... Every situation he faced. And that's so important to know because there's so many things that we try to control in life. Mm -hmm. And it's not meant for us to control. It's meant for us to just go through it. And I feel like he had to go through it. He didn't have no control over any of the situations. But he stayed Mm -hmm. faithful. He stood in the midst of all those things going left. He stood for righteousness Mm -hmm. even though literally sin was calling his name. Children. But, um, yeah, so starting in Genesis 37, um, I started specifically in three. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just read. I'm going to try to read through it really, really fast, y'all. It's going to be really quick, I promise. 37, three. Oh, y'all, somebody stole my Bible out of my car at my job. So now I have to use my old Bible, which is kind of irritating. But you know what? At least I got one. Um, 37 and three. Genesis 37, three. Now, Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age. And he made him in a coat. He made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. And Joseph dreamed a dream and he told it his brethren and they hated him yet the more. And he said unto them, here, I pray you this dream, which I have dreamed for behold, we are Binding sheaves mm-hmm. in the field, and lo, my sheave arose, and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaves stood round about and made ambience. I don't think it's ambience. Obeisance, 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 child, <laughs> to my sheaf. And his brethren said to him, Shalt thou indeed reign over us, or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? Question mark. And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. And to me, I said, um, now, sometimes you're going to go in places where God's favor in your life will be noticeable. If sometimes you'll walk in rooms and, you know, it'll literally be shining through you and people could just tell like God's presence is, presence is with you or they can just tell like, you know what, you really is that like you're that person. You know what I'm saying? And like in the most humblest way possible, you know what I'm saying? You're that girl. You're that guy. And people can see that. You know what I'm saying? And that's God given. You know what I'm saying? Nobody can give you that but God, that 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 unspeakable confidence, that just that glow, that God glow is a different type of glow. But and people will envy it. They'll hate and they'll attempt to throw dirt on your name. I said it's your job to for one, not let that dirt stick. So that means like when people talk and mess about you, please don't let it be true. When people try to put you down when you up, 
Please don't let it be true. And if it is true and it's in the past, give it to God. Listen, because it's blood covers. Okay. Um, and two, stand in the calling God has for you because what is for you is for you. And only you have the power to mess that up. So mm -hmm. I say that because in the midst of them like hating him, he was having God sent dreams. Like God was showing him something in dreams and they, they didn't believe it. <clears throat> or maybe they believed it and that's why they hated him even more. Mm -hmm. But... um. Sometimes God will give you a gift or sometimes God will give you a calling and they won't like that. You know what I'm saying? And nobody knows what God called you to, to, to do except for, maybe your, you know, your shepherd or who is ever your spiritual leader. But nobody knows what God called you to do. And that's okay. You know what I'm saying? And stand on who God is calling you to be regardless. But it also takes a lot of humility too because I feel like Joseph sharing his dreams with his brothers wasn't to like tear them down. Right. He was just excited mm -hmm. about, you know, what God shared with him, mm -hmm. what God entrusted him with. Mm -hmm. And he was excited about that. And it wasn't like in a boastful way. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, mm -hmm. when it comes to things like that and you know you're called by God, we are all called by God for a distinct and unique purpose. Yeah. But it also takes a lot of humility to be to be able to carry whatever God is giving you. Yeah. Always remain humble. You do not want to be a boastful Christian because right. that's really hypocritical. Right. <laughs> Very hypocritical. Right. Um. Then I jumped over to Genesis thirty-seven sixteen. Mm -hmm. there. And I'm not going to read all of that because, like I said, I'm not going to read this. You know what I'm saying? The if you want to read the whole story, feel started, free to do so. Yeah, Genesis 37, 37. And it's till the end of Genesis. So Genesis 15. Just go ahead and, 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 and do what you got to do. But, anywho, verse 16. And he said, I seek my brethren. I'm going to try to talk this as normal as possible. And he said, I, I'm looking for my brothers. <laughs> Tell me, where is they feeding their flocks? And the man said, they have left. And for I heard them say, let us go to Dothan or Dothan and say, let us. Oh, and Joseph went after his brothers and found them in Dothan, Dothan. And when they saw him afar, even before he came near unto them, they conspired against him to slay him. Y'all, they is trying to kill their brother. <laughs> they are literally planning to kill their because legitimate baby brother because, because of jealousy. Of jealousy. Because literally, they're jealous of him. Mm -hmm. You killing your own flesh and blood, your family. Yeah. Um, and they said one to another, behold, this dreamer cometh. So honestly, it's given very much. They definitely believed that that's what he was called to be. And they was just kind of like already Nobody upset did. about the fact that he was already kind of looked over or looked above them yeah, or kind of seen as above them. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because I feel like a lot of times... Where God is calling us to be, we are our. Sometimes we can already be Even. there, just at a smaller scale. Yeah. So, like for instance, his dad or Jacob probably saw him so highly, not only just because like you know he was his his son at old age, but maybe he he maybe that just something spiritual. Like maybe he was just meant to be like who he was meant to be. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, not a maybe. He was meant to be who he was yeah. meant to be. And I feel like his upbringing was probably the start of that. And I feel like sometimes, like, that's reflected in my life and all of our lives. Like, mm -hmm. our upbringing and, like, who we who we were as children and how we grew. <clears throat> a lot of times, who that was and who God is calling you to be, that was just a smaller child version yeah. of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, 
dreamer cometh. Come now, therefore, and let us slay him and cast him into some pit. And we will say some evil beast hath devoured him and we shall see what will become of his dreams. See, so they like trying to stop his dreams. And what they don't know is you can't stop what God starts. You can't stop what God has called in your life. Nobody else can stop. And I said that in here. I said the only person that has the power to mess up the calling God has for you is you. Mm -hmm. That's the only person that can mess it up. And that reminds me of Saul. Because Saul, he was anointed to be king before David. And God didn't have a backup plan like Saul was supposed to be king. Right. Saul, with his disobedience and his lack of faith and trust in God, was the one that drove him yep. to be, you know, stripped of his throne. Right. <laughs> please, please right. be obedient, have faith in God. Like, don't allow anybody to come in and make you feel like what God is calling you to is less than. Yep. Everything, every purpose that God has set out for every person's life is very important. Yeah. Nobody is better than anybody else. Right. We're all on the same playing field. Right. And don't get it twisted. Because if you don't do it, God will find somebody else to do okay. it Okay. Granted, we all have callings specifically set out just for us. But God is not going to be waiting on you all day. He is not going to be waiting on you. If you don't do it, if you won't do it, then somebody else will. Mm-hmm. And he'll just fit that right on in with that story. Or he'll probably already got that preordained just, just specifically because God is just so perfect like that. Literally. But... If you don't do it, somebody else will. Don't miss out on your calling because you, you want to be disobedient and you mm-hmm. want to lack in faith and you don't want to do what God has asked you to do. And then another thing, one thing I do love about the Bible, I feel like the way it illustrates stories mm-hmm. is very like real. It's reality. Mm-hmm. But for us now, like taking it in, it's symbolic. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like for... Joseph's brothers to say, like, oh, I want to kill him, like, da 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 like, plotting against him. Some of y'all do that now yeah. in a different way. Like, you're probably not trying to kill nobody, right. but you're tearing them down behind their back. Right. Or you're plotting against them with other people. Right. Like, you're doing things to intentionally get them out of line for what God has called them to. Right. We're supposed to be uplifting our brothers and sisters. Right. Point blank, period. It doesn't matter what it is. With love. Mm-hmm. You're never supposed to get to a point where you're so jealous and insecure within yourself that you're literally going out of your way right. to make somebody else's journey harder. That means there's something internally that you need to work on. Right. Just like Apostle say, 95% of the problems is, is you. you. Thank you. Start looking in that mirror, looking at yourself and say, what can I do better? Mm-hmm. What am I not doing? What am I lacking in? Um... 21 and Reuben heard of it or heard it and he delivered him out of their hands and said let us not kill him so one of his brothers is he's the oldest the oldest brother Reuben basically was like yeah let's not kill our brother like let's just cast him into this pit and and leave him here in the wilderness and um basically saying like oh he might leave or he might go somewhere else or he might just go away because we put him in the pit Mm -hmm. yeah 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 long story short (laughs) When Reuben wasn't looking or paying attention, the brothers, after they put him in the pit, because they did go and grab him and put him in that pit, they sold him off to the Ishmaelites. They sold him into slavery. Yeah. Sold him into slavery. And was just like, you know what? We're going to get rid of him that way. And Reuben come back and like, where did he go? Yeah, because Reuben was, Reuben put, Reuben told them to put him, Joseph in the pit so mm-hmm. that later that night he can come back and right. get him out of the pit. Mm-hmm. But they sold him into slavery before Reuben got back. Yep. So. 
Yep, yep, yep. So now he's sold in slavery. Ooh, so interesting. So I'm, you can only imagine what he was thinking. Like, okay, my brothers, I'm the youngest, right? I'm 17 years old. And my brothers just sold me into sl- into slavery. And I'm pretty sure in Joseph's mind, like, he looks up to his brothers. Right. And now they, they done betrayed me. They done left me Literally. here. How many of y'all don't ever feel betrayed Oof. and left somewhere? Oof. Oof. Abandoned. I'm serious. Like, think Oof. about a time, like, I, like, a time where you felt abandoned, left, betrayed. That's what Joseph learned. Like, oh, my God. Like, my brothers, my own family. Left me here in this pit and then sold me off to some strangers. Literally. Into slavery. Into slavery. Where he's getting whipped, beaten. Lord knows what, what he could possibly no, be going through. No, literally. And done by his own brothers. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Fast forward. Um, eventually he goes to um, or uh, an Egyptian leader called Potiphar. Buys him off from the Ishmaelites and he becomes a slave of Potiphar. And uh, as he's living in the house, Potiphar can kind of see the favor that um, God has given him. Like he sees it. And let me read that because I put it in here too. I think it's 39. Yeah, Genesis 39 and 3. And he says, And his master saw that, and his master is Potiphar. And his master saw what the Lord, I mean, that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hands. Mm. So he sees like, okay, this is a man of God. And some people are going to look at you and they're going to see that you're a man of God. And they're going to, and it's not even a a use, because you can't be used by nobody being used by God. But it's more so like, I can benefit from you because I see God's hand in your life. Oh, that's so powerful. I think about sometimes when like, when I had a job, I mean, when I had applied for Express or whatever. And she was just like, she's like, I don't know why I don't usually do this, but I really want to give you this job. And you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that, y'all. It really just got set up. No, it's so really. powerful and it's so unique and it's so specific. And people don't really realize that everything that you, that you go through is literally set up for your success. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it might not seem like it. Yeah. It might not look like it. And it sure might not feel like it, but I promise you it's all working for your good yeah and like even with rejection rejection may not feel good but it's working for your good i promise sometimes rejection i'm telling you i'm a witness Mm -hmm. like rejection feels terrible Mm -hmm. and you feel like you're less than or you're not enough because you've experienced rejection but it just means that god has so much more waiting for you literally every every situation you go through Every single situation you go through, God is literally bringing it up for your good. Right. Everything's going to work out for your good. Right. If you just got rejected for a job, God got another one waiting. God has another one waiting for you. If you just got rejected by a man or a woman in a relationship, God got somebody so much better Better. for you waiting. Rejection is not loss. Rejection isn't losing. It's not a fail. Rejection is just a later. Rejection is a is is a later. Something's coming back or something's coming later that's gonna be better than mm-hmm. what what you thought you wanted. Yep. Ugh. I love God. God is good. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, so basically Potiphar saw the favor in Joseph's life and basically put him head over his household, like mm-hmm. literally like had him running everything in the house. In the midst of this, let me tell you about how these trials and tribulations and <laughs> temptations come in the picture. He, this man Potiphar, an Egyptian leader, 
So you can imagine his house probably is a really nice size. He probably living real good. Mm -hmm. Joseph living real good, y'all. Keep in mind, he's a slave. But I'm pretty sure he's living real good. He's a slave who's been given ownership over this man's whole life. Literally, like Potiphar just said, here. You can have it all. His whole life, just put it in Joseph's hands. And it's succeeding. Uh, It's succeeding. It's, It's not failing. It's not average. It's succeeding. Like... And you can only imagine he probably there, y'all. He's there living lavish, and there might be times where he misses his brothers, or he might still be hurt by his brothers, mm-hmm. or he might miss his dad, or he might just miss his family in general. But he is living well, and sometimes the people closest to you is gonna hurt you. Ah! But everybody is not meant to go where you, where you are called to go, and I'm telling you right mm-hmm. now, it might hurt, and sometimes your feelings might be real, mm-hmm. real hurt. Your heart might be broken. Your family might have did you wrong. Your your brothers might have cussed you out and blocked you or cut you off, and whole time you just moving with the purpose that God set out for you. Yep. Oh, God is good. Everybody can't ride this train, child. They at home still working, and you you in this uh. Big old fancy house with this Egyptian leader. Thank you. What? <laughs> Thank you very much. So he in this house with this um taking care of this um of Potiphar's home and just you know just literally just taking care of everything. And Potiphar's wife, little nasty self. <laughs> Please. She nasty, nasty. <laughs> Trying to lay down, love and rub down with Joseph. And Joseph's like, literally, your husband has gave, gave me everything but you. Literally. Why would I disgrace him? Why would I and even do him like that? Why would I disgrace God? God? No, literally. God put him in this position. Why would I mess all of this up when God is taking care of me? Right. Potiphar's wife didn't like that. And I'm saying, y'all, she was persistent. And sometimes that temptation is going to be persistent. <laughs> sometimes it's going to be knocking at your door. Sometimes it's going to be texting that phone. Sometimes it's going to be calling from a different number because you blocked the number before. Maybe you see a video scrolling down your timeline. Sometimes it might come in a dream. Uh, hello? I'm telling you. Or maybe you might get peer pressured into it. Listen, that temptation is always gonna be knocking y'all one thing about the devil is he is persistent Mm -hmm. especially when you're called especially when you have a purpose the enemy is literally gonna do everything in his power to make sure you don't make it to where god wants you to be because as soon as you make it there that's it that's wraps and y'all is so this man in his house doing great and here come temptation here come this lady trying to make him do bad. And it's crazy because he had enough self-control to say no. Mm-hmm. And she was still I'm pretty sure she I'm pretty sure. I and she's she a woman. Good. You know men. Hello. Trying to give it up. You know he was trying. Listen, he probably was fighting every demon, no, every, every spirit of lust in his body. Mm-hmm. Trying not to miss that man's wife. And she kept trying him, y'all consistently kept trying that man until eventually she forced herself onto him and um she forced herself onto him and when he tried to run away or when he ran away he left his clothes with her and when he left his clothes because she took him off she basically like lied and told everybody that he was trying to get at her or do something with her or try to have sex with her rape her Mm -hmm. 
Like, basically saying that he tried to force himself on her when the whole time she was trying to do it to him. Literally. And it's crazy because so many times people do that. They'll be like, yeah, I had so many times somebody, so many people done did that to me. Oh, glory, y'all. And I promise you, don't let the dirt stick. It's been so many times where people's like, yeah, such and such did this and he did that. And I, I'm like, I did? <laughs> When, for real? Because tell me something. It's going to be sometimes people try to throw dirt on y'all name, mm-hmm. drag y'all name through the mud, yeah. and make you into some villain. That make not. you into somebody that you are not. And she definitely did that. If I'm not mistaken, after that, he went to jail. Yeah, took him to prison. Took him to prison. But as soon as Joseph got up in that jail, y'all, he was running it. Yeah. Literally, the warden gave control to, to Joseph. Ooh. So he was the one with the keys locking everybody up in their cells. And you were a prisoner. So how is it that? That is good. So you guys sold into slavery. Got bought by a, a literal like Egyptian leader. He gave you ownership of everything that he had. Then you get in trouble for messing with his wife or supposedly, supposedly. messing with his wife. Go to prison then they give you the keys to the prison that you're supposed to be and in. And you're just running that mug. Favor ain't fair, child. God is good. <laughs> Favor is not fair. God is good. Oh, so, yes. he was running a prison. Mm-hmm. And two of the prisoners that were in the jail, mm-hmm. um, they were having dreams that were like really messing with them because they couldn't interpret them. Right. Joseph, being... The dreamer. Right. He was able to interpret both of their dreams. Right. Um, if you want to read more about, like, what their dreams were saying. Listen. Yeah. Genesis. Genesis. But um, for one of them, they were a cupbearer at the castle. Mm-hmm. Or for the um, pharaoh at the time. And um, Joseph interpreted his dream. And he said that the cupbearer, somebody would come to get him out the prison. And he would be serving wine to the pharaoh once again for the other prisoners for the other prisoner he was the baker of the palace and um joseph basically told him they was coming to cut his head off you gonna die (laughs) they was coming to cut his head off and all of that stuff happened Mm -hmm. so when the man or one of the um guards came to get the cupbearer joseph was like hey i need you to remember me like tell pharaoh i know how to interpret dreams right this man forgot. As soon as he got to the palace and started pouring that man his wine. Got to live in life. Oh, that's good. Because sometimes <laughs> we be counting on these folks to, you put, cannot to get us through. On these and he done got and got. Y'all know when they say, like, when they get big and they forget about everybody? That's exactly, that's exactly what he did. That's exactly what he did. Got big, got in the palace, and just forgot all about Literally. the man after he, done, after he done told him that he doing what he was going to do. Crazy. But. God is so faithful. God is. is so consistent. He got that man to 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 got to chalking it up, right? Two years later. Two years later, he finally no, said three. something. Either way, it was years later. <laughs> it was years later, and he finally got to t- telling somebody about him because I think the king, the pharaoh, pharaoh, had, the pharaoh started having dreams, and, and he needed an interpreter. So basically, they got David out of jail, cleaned him up, and he went to Pharaoh, mm-hmm. and literally. The whole time, Joseph was like, I don't interpret the dreams. God gives me the interpretation, and I'll tell it to you. Make sure you gave that glory to God. And the whole time. Y'all need to remember that. Give that these, glory to God. In these situations, literally, Joseph was probably praying for this day. 
all these years, all these years, and he did not forget forget the person that brought him out of it. Y'all be getting these new cars, these new houses, these new jobs, these new relationships, and, forget about, and forget about the person that gave them to you. You would not be in the position you are in if God wasn't with you, That's if good. God wasn't for you. Yep. Please always give thanks and praise to God. Yep. Joseph was probably praising God in advance. That's what y'all need to do for oh, real. Yes. Praise God in advance for the things that you haven't seen yet. Right. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, back to the story. So when Joseph um, met with Pharaoh, Pharaoh mm-hmm. told him the dream. And the dream was kind of weird, I ain't gonna lie. But basically, Joseph's interpretation of the dream was um, the country of Egypt would go through seven years of good harvest where they would be bountiful and plentiful harvest but right after those good seven years it would be seven bad years of complete and utter drought like no good crops no water no rain nothing so pharaoh he was like since you were the only person out of everybody all of my advisors that can interpret these dreams and it actually made sense I'm going to put you in control of making sure that we're able to make it through these next 14 years. Yep. Pharaoh literally handed him the kingdom. Yep. And said, you take over. <laughs> literally. <laughs> because you're the only one that knows what you're doing. Literally. So he gave, it was Pharaoh and it was Joseph. Pharaoh gave Joseph second in command. He was second in command to everybody. If Pharaoh was out of town... Joseph was Pharaoh. That's what it was giving. Yeah. So, um, yeah, after, you know, he got this position, guess who needs something from him? Mm. Y'all want to take a guess? Because I'm thinking it's his brothers that sold him into slavery. I'm thinking it was his brothers. It was his brothers. So the same dudes that put me into slavery. Back in the gap. Because you was jealous of me. When all I did was love you. Mm. And do you, right by you. You was envious of me. When all I did was love you. You did me so wrong. You betrayed me. You abandoned me. After all I did was love you. I'm trying to put it into perspective. <laughs> Did I put it in a good yes, enough perspective? Yes, when you did. all I did was love you, you did me so wrong. <laughs> and now that I'm up, you come back asking me for something. But hold on. They didn't even know it was him. No, literally. So this man that grew up years later, and balling. Yeah, balling. I'm telling you, balling. rolling in money. And at that time, that's where, you know, the Egyptians were wearing those, you know, wigs and all that makeup and stuff. And Joseph, his family, like, they are not even like that for real. So They weren't. When they saw him, they just thought he was just an Egyptian leader. You know what I'm saying? Just a leader. They didn't know it was him. That's my brother that I gave away uh, over 30 years ago. I don't know how long, but it was a long time ago. So, um, Joseph realized that. His father had another son, Benjamin, and that was actually like his full-blooded brother. Like all the brothers that sold, sold him into half. slavery were his half-brothers. But Benjamin, the new brother that he's just seen for the first time, was his full-blooded brother. Mm-hmm. So um, he basically tested them. Yep. So he brought them to the castle and fed them well, gave them all the things they needed in order to make it through um, 
these the years of drought mm-hmm. and he put a cup in Benjamin's bag on purpose to see if his brothers was going to sell Benjamin out so when they left you know all full all happy you know they got to the gate and the guards checked their bags before leaving the city they found the cup in Benjamin's bag mm-hmm. brought all the brothers back to the castle and um Joseph was like how could y'all do this to me I just fed y'all well I just did all of this and y'all gonna steal from me yeah you're gonna go you're gonna go to jail and you're probably gonna get um your head cut off or something like that mm-hmm. And he was saying this to Benjamin? Yes. So, the brother was like, no, no, please. Like, we can't do this. Like, no, no, no. We can't leave our brother. Like, our father would literally die if we left our brother. Take me instead. Like, literally all of them were offering themselves up Mm -hmm. to take Benjamin's place. And as soon as Joseph realized, like, all of them were really repentive because I think Reuben was there and said, like, um, right, our younger brother, brother, yeah, our younger brother, he passed away a long time ago, and our brother and our father was sick about it, and we just can't return home without our younger brother. So Joseph immediately started crying, <laughs> immediately, and stripped off all the makeup he had on the wigs, and revealed his identity to his brothers, mm-hmm. and was like, "Yeah, I'm Joseph. I just wanted to see, like, you know, if you guys really changed, and you know, if you would do the same thing to my full-blooded brother." Right. And they did it. They grew from that. Yep. And happily ever after. Yep. I always say all this to say. <laughs> Throughout that whole experience of Joseph's life, when all the odds were literally not in his favor every single time, it still worked out for his good. In spite of every situation he faced, the slavery, prison, the lies, and none of it temptation. None of it self-inflicted. None of it self-inflicted. Nothing that, that he mean, did. That means out of his control. That means he had absolutely no control over what was happening and what was going on. Mm-hmm. He was just there, innocent bystander. Yep. Sometimes we're gonna be innocent bystanders in situations. Yep. And we think that, oh, I wanna be able to do this, I wanna be able to fix it, I wanna be able to change this. And it's not meant for us to change, it's just meant for us to go through it mm-hmm. and learn. Yep. And keep pressing forward. But it also just, it just, I just love God because he's not a respecter of person. Nope. If he did it for Joseph, he'll do it for you. Yep. Any situation that you have going, in, <laughs> going on in your life, I promise if you hand it over to God, he will take control mm-hmm. and he will work it out for your good. I'm yep. telling you. And we see that with Joseph. Joseph had never cursed God throughout this situation. He had never... You know, just abandon his faith. And mm-hmm. at the end of it, he did give thanks and praise to God. Because mm-hmm. if, just imagine if his interpretation of the dreams what weren't to Pharaoh's liking. Mm-hmm. He probably would have got murdered. He probably would have got killed. Yeah. But we'll he gave, right back to that prison. Exactly. He gave thanks and praise to God. That's what we need to remember. Always, mm-hmm. always fixate your eyes on God. Right. Because he's always going to see you through any, any and every situation. That's true. And then also remember, just because you are a Christian and you don't just walk doesn't mean that life is going to be peaches and cream all the time. It's not yeah. going to always be. It's not going to always be easy. Yeah. And it's it's not easy because if everything was easy, how could you learn? Mm-hmm. If everything was easy, how would you know what to do and how to do it? And how do you become stronger if you aren't learning mm-hmm. from those you know situations or whatever? But yeah. the scripture I thought of, I don't know the actual scripture. 
but I know it's as many are the afflictions of the righteous and it says that God will deliver them out of them all mm -hmm. so remember that despite the situations that you go through God will always deliver you out of them all it yeah. might not happen as fast as you want it and it might not happen it, it, just how you want it in general but it's all connected to the final purpose that God has set out for you mm -hmm. so please don't be discouraged when things is hard and life is and it's not life and everything is not happening and I'm speaking to myself when I say this speaking to me but you know what I'm saying everything doesn't always happen the way that you desire them to happen and everything doesn't move as fast as you want them to move and that's okay and it's hard be encouraged continue to praise through it mm -hmm. but I'm telling y'all everything that you're going through the good the bad the happy to sad is all working yeah. for your good. Mm -hmm. All right. I think that was perfect. I really hope you guys understood everything we went through. Um, I'm not going through. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really hope you guys understood everything that we've talked about. And I just hope that it gave you a better um, perception of just how good God is and how everything that we go through is working for a greater cause. Yeah, thank you guys so much for watching this video. If you have any questions or comments, um, our Instagram is going to be linked below. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's it. Thank y'all so much for watching. We'll see you next week. We love y'all.